This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're watching the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. Welcome to the Rusty Hook Podcast, presented by Feel Free Kayaks. Paddle, pedal, or power, there's something for everyone. Z-Pro Lithium, serious power for serious anglers. Dubro Fishing, American marine application soft plastics. Big Lake Bait Company, Texas's number one custom bait maker. Raw and unfiltered. Streaming on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Bringing you gear reviews and candid interviews from the industry's best. Angler profiles, tournament news, and legendary knowledge from kayak fishing's best. Grab that cold drink and get settled in. Now here's John Rapp, our host. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I've got to say it. I, I'm not John Rapp. I'm your host, but I'm not John Rapp today. <laughs> Hey guys, what's going on, everybody in the Rusty Hook Nation, West Virginia anglers that are making their trek down to South Carolina? How many anglers are making their way from West Virginia? Last count I had was about 36. Man, that's a nice contingent. That's a very yeah. good job. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty solid. So it uneventful trip today, you know. But uh since the last podcast last Tuesday, you know, I talked to um, uh, U.S. Kayak Fishing Magazine had Roy on, and then I had uh, Dan from Southeast Georgia Kayak Anglers. But I don't think I had pulled the trigger to purchase my spot in this event. So, pretty pleased. Uh, since then, um, I, it looked like I was going to be staying with some boys from West Virginia in a in a camper. I'd reached out to about four or five different people that had houses and uh they had a vacancy come open here with the boys from pennsylvania so that's gonna be um fun i'm, I'm hanging out with them fellas um one of the guys just rolled in from pre-fishing he had a pretty good day so we'll go pick his brain and see if he'll spill some secrets but uh like if you guys were following my facebook post this morning i woke up had a couple inches of snow on the ground in front of the house. It was 19 degrees when I was loading the truck up. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Ma nope. Made my way down, had lunch with some dude. I can't remember his name. For the it's this handsome-looking guy that's a glorified soccer bus driver. Uh, yeah, hey, it was you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, so uh, had lunch with you. Got to sit down and chat for about an hour and a half. It was great. Good seeing you, man. Person, it's always, always great to see you. Like, like yeah, one of the definitely. one of the things that I, I I think that I enjoyed most out of the last ten years of doing tournaments and doing podcasts and shows and going to iCast and being part of the Feel Free team earlier in the year, and now being back with them, is that the community is just strong. Like, I mean, it, it, even though there's naysayers out there, there's things that are out there going on in the world that is just crazy. The community, and I mean, when I say the community, I mean the individual anglers are just awesome. Like, like you you cannot not have a good time when you meet up with them. I mean, you've got how many anglers are going to be at this event at the Bassmaster? Oh, man. What? Last time I looked, it was like 236? 236 anglers making their yeah. way from all over the place. I mean, and then, and I think I saw it correctly. It's covering the entire East Coast. 
basically. Yeah. That's pretty cool what they did, Steve and him. They posted a map with red dots of everybody that signed up from all over the nation. And, you know, it, if, if you guys get a chance to go look at that, you'll, you'll really think, man, you can tell the Northeast was ready to get out of the house and get south <laughs> to some nice weather. <laughs> you guys were running away from the cold and the snow. Yeah. You were running. Well, I mean, yeah, so, so tell, tell us a little bit, like, you got you got there this afternoon, which was pretty cool, because you left early, you met up with me, made your way down to uh, Columbia, and then over to Lake Murray. Um, yeah. So tell I, everybody kind of like what you did. Ago. Yeah, I got me. here about three hours ago, um, unloaded my gear, and then uh, pulled my boat out to where I could uh, rig it up so it's, it's, it's tournament ready, not travel ready. Um, got my motor, got my, my graphs, everything up. I did realize I left a few items back in West Virginia that, uh, created a little snafu that, uh, ca caused me to reorganize my cockpit. I left, I left my, my unibar legs. I brought two of the same side, so I don't have my right side, so I can't put it in a track, but, uh, I reconfigured everything. Um, and I'll play with it a little bit tomorrow. I may have to drill a couple holes in my, in my pod to mount a camera and uh, uh, my cell phone and my camera. And, and a, I'm, I think I might put a cup holder there too. Um, but uh, you're just doing it all. You're you, so like one of the things that a lot of anglers don't have, and this is a this is a great segue into it, is a checklist. You know, uh, in I have one. I have one that I can share with anybody. If you want one, just reach out to me. I, it's a standardized, like basically every, all the basic things that you need. Obviously, your kayak, your stanchions, and things like that. And you can add to this list as as you see fit too. But it's all the basic stuff that you need. And it is important to make sure that you always have everything kind of like all in line, or you leave at really really early in the morning and you forget your important parts. So either that, or John would have been looking at his live scope or his uh side scan sideways and then it wouldn't have, it, it would have been worthless yeah it's uh i mean I, I i have everything set up but i love having my unibar uh, I've, I've i've used it since i've been with feel free since it came out in 2014 or actually it's a 2013 product right but I, i've been using it since 14 since I, i've been on the team uh it, it was pre-pod back when nobody didn't have the pods so, but now everybody's going back to two graph units and you're seeing the explosion of all these companies coming out with the bars. Yak Gadget just dropped theirs. You've seen the, the command center that, that Native has. I mean, uh, Catch Boards has come out with, with their version of one. Um, even Chad Hoover, those boys, well, I think that is Catch that, that he was promoting, but uh, there's a lot of them out there. Um, but uh, I, I just, I've got like four of them for each, all my different boats and two of my boats got them on it. And I just grabbed one that was free and I grabbed, I saw the, I already had a leg on my boat where I'd taken one off and right. I saw the extra leg laner. I, I assumed, and we all know assumptions can bite you in your rear end, exactly. but uh, I, 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 I made her work. And we'll see what happens. Um, it's not going to be the kind of fishing I like to do because I like to, I'm a dead sticker. I'm a really slow finesse fisherman. And I like to throw it out there, set that pole down on my unibar where the tips up, grab a drink, eat a bar, jig it a little bit, set it back down. You know, I am a slow finesse fisherman, especially when I'm fishing in cold water like we got now. Um, John is the complete opposite of me. Yeah, we that was an interesting lunch that we had today when we were talking techniques. But going I'm back to Go techniques ahead. is a whole different thing. We could talk about that for I'm really, really tickled that you talked about these checklists because it's it's February, people's getting ready started, and you know, everybody spent the last three or four days getting their stuff in their gear packed and ready and stuff like that. I was the same way, but I still walked off and forgot stuff. I wished I would have bought a drill. I didn't bring a drill, and I normally do. Oh, wow. Um, so so tomorrow, I'll be making a trip to either Lowe's, Home Depot, or somewhere to get me a just a small little drill. 
See, <laughs> you know what? You, you know what it is? You know what it is? You you just you you've got your your mind's all wrapped up in it. And you see the one thing and you're like, oh, I just assumed that that was it. And I took off and I and I and I got going. Oh, yeah. And it's always matter. It always happens to me that I forget like an important thing. I forgot my battery once. I forgot my motor once. I mean, even though I have a checklist, you still forget things. So that's why you do things the night before. You do things the day of and you make sure you go through and you just double check real quick before you lock the doors and you get on the road. It's very important. You know, and it's, that, that is so true because, you know, a couple years ago when I was making my trip to Florida for, to see you guys when you still lived in Florida and with ICAST and stuff, I walked out and forgot my paddle. So this time I made sure I had that baby. Well, you, you know, know what? I think Tim Isaacs is going to hook you up because he thinks he has a drill. Oh, well, Hey Timmy, are you you're already down here somewhere, aren't you, Bubba? He's got to be. He's got to be. Yeah. A lot of them are. A lot of them are starting to make their way. They're starting to make their migration down there. If they're some, of, most of them are probably already there. If they're not already out on the water. Um, well, it's like I had uh, some. You know, I've had. You know how you you're thinking? Oh, I got to have this stuff, and I make that last second order. Oh, I got to have this. I got that last second. I've got hooks coming from Pennsylvania. I've got swim baits coming from Illinois. And I've got shirts coming from Texas, all that didn't make it. <laughs> so uh, those will be coming down Thursday, hopefully, with our my good buddy Rick Garvalia. Um, when he, he's going to pick up the shirts, and best going to throw those other little items in there. I mean, they're they're they won't take up that much space. So, um, but I know Rick, he'll he'll his truck, he'll have to get extra springs on his truck to be able to pack everything he's bringing. <laughs> Well, you know what? I, I I know it's cold weather. I know it's cold water, but Danny Gann, you know, you know, Danny Gann definitely does say, "Power fish that frog." You know that. Oh, hey, Danny! Interesting. Fifty degree temperatures, sunny skies. Give me, send me a, a, a direct message or post it in the comments what you would do so everybody will get an idea. Well, no, you know what? No, no. hell no. This is Rusty Hook after dark. This is not a PG show. <laughs> Danny Gann, nah, hell, go ahead and share it with everybody. I don't care. I'm not one of those type of guys. But uh, um, I, I'm interested in what your thoughts are there because I know what I'm going to do tomorrow when I go out and practice a little bit. And uh, I, I, my good buddy Tommy Covey um, from West Virginia, he comes down here a lot, bass fishes with some friends. He gave me some pointers. Um, the thing is, and you know, like Randy, we were talking. I left. That was 19 degrees. When I pulled in down here at four o'clock, it was showing 63. Right. So, uh, my understanding, the water temperatures are in the 50s. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how I can adapt to that tomorrow through the rest of the week, getting ready for tournament. Well, I mean, you you got you you've got the week kind of setting up to be a good week. Um, yeah, I think like, so. A little, yeah. a little cold front coming in on Friday. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a major front that will shock or move fish, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, we'll have Let's to wait see. and see. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to bust out. I'm going to bust out the, the, the handy dandy and see what we got going on here. Hold on. We have, um, Danny again says, yeah, he's caught him in the twenties doing that. And we all know Danny, Danny's a good, good power frog fisherman. So, I mean, Hell yeah. um, you definitely want to make sure you got that. So let's take a look at here what we got. Uh, throughout the week, we are looking at, um, oh, in the upper 60s throughout the week, which is nice. Um, right. So, but it does get chillier in the evenings, obviously. I mean, it, as soon as the sun went down, it dropped like 20 degrees. It was that fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Friday, it is calling for rain. 91% chance of rain. Oh, is it changed? It's went to 91%? Yeah. Oh, man. It Okay. Yeah. Hopefully it misses this area here. We'll see. I hope I hope it does because and then you got Saturday, cloudy, uh cloudy, sunny, and sixty-four percent chance of precipitation. So uh it's gonna be in the 57, 58 Saturday and Sunday. So um yeah, I mean you you're the week is setting up to be good for the weekend if those if that water can stay a little warmer. See, that's the bad thing about pre-fishing is that you can settle on a pattern and then you have a cold front come in and it completely wipe out that pattern you've developed. And yep. look what, look what day is coming the day before the tournament. So it, it, 
I, I guess the basic thing is, is that you need to um, do the, the basic things when it comes to a tournament like this. And you go out and you find your brush, you know, mark those areas that's, that's got cover because um, cover and stuff like that holds heat, uh, wood, rocks, right. things like that. And then, you know, try to hit it in the mid-afternoon and see if you can pull a few fish out of it. So does, so does a, like, I know what, I know what rain would do for me. So what does rain do for you in your forecast for the week? Does it give you a clean slate with the entire field or does it, um, does it just make it stink? Let's just put it that way. Well, uh, I don't know much about South Carolina and this, this lake. I don't know how the, the rain affects the feed or, or the, uh, this time of year down here. I mean, yeah. now if we're talking cold weather up in West Virginia with smallmouth, I might be able to help you there, but we're talking these big fat green fish down here. And, uh, I, I'm hoping that they just stay hungry all the time and want to eat, but, uh, that, that, that'll be determined, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm that hoping would, would be determined, as long yeah. as it don't get muddy, muddy, Randy, if it gets muddy, then it's just going to be, I'm just gonna tie on a spinner bait and wish for the best, you know. Um, <laughs> tie on a spinner bait and a crank bait and do the things you don't like doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, um, it looks like there's a couple guys that are, that are gonna have uh, that have the drill in the area. So um, when we when we wrap up our show here, I can uh, clue you in on who those are. But when here's a good question for you: When do you guys start kayak fishing tournaments? Well, um, well, they do them. They've already had the one down in Florida. The Hobie was yeah. down there what three weeks ago, two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, the on the Harris so, I mean, uh, the the national tournament trails are are starting early, and they'll go. It, it's it's getting to the point now where you can you can find the tournament uh, from February to November. Um, oh yeah. So, but then don't forget. Uh, you got your local and regional trails that'll be kicking off, you know, uh, make sure you look those up in your state and your area. A lot of those clubs uh, will be announcing their tournaments and, and, and their, their sponsors and things like that. And it's a great way to get started. Um, that's how you get to meet guys. Like I, I, I'm from West Virginia. I'm staying with guys from Pennsylvania and Tennessee. So, I mean, it's, you know, you, you develop relationships outside of your circle right in your your area and right. you know and you know how that goes randy hell you were in florida now you're in north carolina and you and i've been friends for almost 10 years so right exactly i mean it, when when you're when you're traveling around in the industry i mean eventually you're going to keep on seeing a lot of the same people because when you when you travel when you travel around and you do the national circuit obviously that that's going to be in in patches so you're going to see individuals the same but when you go to your local level and you like let's say you're driving around you do a tournament and then you're like oh there's a local there's a local tournament that i'd like to do Let, let's say the guys of southeast georgia kayak bass fishing they decide to have an event and you decide to join up with them and by the way they're on and i was just saying hey how you guys doing What's um up, danny um you start to get like you start to build your community and your community is what gets you through the industry i mean it's it's all the good times the laughter the fun that you have uh when when you're out and about even when you're out on the water um john's got a john's got his secret arsenal that he likes to use when he's with the, going to events to kind of that's right maybe... I, I, boys and girls go back and look at my post from two day, yesterday maybe or day before yesterday yesterday it was the, my my pre-packing setup the most important of my arsenal is for sabotage of my compadres out there you know if i can uh put one or two of those cold refreshments in somebody and maybe they they <laughs> they have a little ping in their head and they miss that fish or something no i'm just kidding man I, i'm not that kind of guy boys when john rap goes somewhere he wants to have people to have fun relax and, and have a great time and I, that's what that little red cooler is all about and uh, i hope to share it with quite a few people down here yeah so romero is actually he had that question about when do you guys start kayak fishing he's actually thinking about moving from arizona to morgantown and start kayak fishing just start kayak uh, fishing. yeah so that should be excellent man morgantown is one hell of a nice place and you got one of the best rivers 
in the nation up there uh, that runs into it. Um, you can fish. It's from Parsons, the area. It's the Mon River. Um, and I'll tell you, it, it the smallmouth on there are awesome. You can go and float that area uh, like a, a six-mile float and catch between 60 and 80 fish a day. I mean, wow. Now, granted, they're not big monsters, but, I mean, it's just a great time. You can catch 10 to 12-inch fish all day long. Well, that's fun. So um, you, speaking ahead. of tournaments, um, let's do a little promo of a, a great event that we're going to get ready to do in Tennessee. Yep, right. Here we go. That's right. If you join us April 27th and 28th, Dale Hollow event open right now on Turning X that you can register and go to it. You can get signed up, meet everybody, hang out with everybody. I know there's a large contingent coming from Tennessee. There's also going to be a contingent coming from West Virginia, I think. Yeah. Normally, yep. we, we had about 18 last year. I suspect we'll have between 10 and 12 this year. A few people can't make it this year because of other obligations. Hey, if if you don't care, look for the video for Richard's phone number on there. Yep, I have it. Yep. So yeah, so if you want if you're ready, if you're ready to sign up, go to Tourney X right now. Hundred dollars gets you in on the tournament. And at the same time, as soon as you're done registering, make sure you get a hold of Richard down there at Dale Hollow at the Eastport Marina and get a hold of him to arrange for your um houseboat room. Houseboat room. So here's There's here's the ad for that. Spaces, only twenty spaces available, and I know one's been taken already that I'm aware of. So let's just say there's eighteen, eight, seven, eight, seventeen, eighteen spaces. You need to get a hold of Richard and get re a room reserved. Fifty bucks a night. You're on the water right next to the restaurant. You can go down there and fish, eat, and and not leave the place for five days and just have. A blast and if you want you could just leave your kayak on the water right there yes. by the boat yep that's Boat right cool. up you can just it stays my, mine stays in the water the whole week it's down there there you go so here here's the number for richard if you guys are going to it here you go i just want to go on one of the slides uh yeah and, and that was you were looking at it, guys and gals. That was the houseboats right on the water, that beautiful morning view right there. I was where I, I was rolling by them. You can make a left and go out into the main lake. You can go right and go down the river, or you can go back up the river the, the direction from, that I was coming from. So you got plenty of options to fish right down there. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot. And, and not to mention it's Dale Hollow, so it's a very big piece of uh, water and waterway down there. Um, and I mean, last year, give give a brief synopsis. Uh, who won last year and what was the total bag? You remember? Um, both days. Well, the same guy that's won it has won it two years in a row, and he's also won big fish. Oh, nice. he's a, he's a hammer. He knows that lake, and we're catching the. We've moved the tournament to where you're catching the fish on the beds. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um, yeah, I think the first day he had like 98 inches. There you go. Of smallmouth. Then uh, on day two, he had over a hundred inches. Dang. So the the boy raked it in, and uh, it's it's just um, I know Richard's working on with his sponsors in the area to again make sure that the big bass pay big bass payout daily will be very nice. Over a thousand dollars last year, it was over two thousand dollars a day. So wow. get signed up, folks. Dang, that that that's a big tournament. So what what's your what's your expectations going down to Lake Murray? Well, I mean, give me give me like what's your thoughts on what you got getting ready, what you're getting ready to roll into in the next couple of days? Well, I, I my expectations are not high. I fished this lake three or four years ago, 
and I didn't do very well. Um, same time of the year. This time of year is just hard fishing for me. Um, I, I, I always struggle at the beginning of the year in cold water. My, my technique is not, uh, not suited, I guess, for this type of fishing where okay. you guys like you that throw the crankbaits and the, the spinner baits and, and, and the kind of thing that, uh, you, you, you have more opportunity to catch fish because you're, you're, you're power fishing, you're fishing, you're giving more opportunities for the bite where you may have thrown 10 or 12 casts to my two. Um, right. So, I'm, so I'm, your I'm style is fishing. definitely a little bit more relaxed, laid back. Yeah. Kind of let it, let it, let it roll, let it happen. Yeah. I, 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 I drop it down in there in, in those, in those brush piles and I'll let it float around a little bit and I'll twitch it and then I'll bring it up and hopefully it moves a little bit and I'll, I'll try to drop it back down there a little bit more. Um, just, and I mean, when I was in Kentucky Lake back in 2015 and 2000. Uh, 17 it, i won money at those national championships but uh mm -hmm. I, um i'm not i haven't been able to duplicate that success in in south carolina so. how, how often do you personally fish in tournaments nowadays not like i did um you know 14 15 16 you know i think if you go look at my tourney x profile i probably fished 35 tournaments a year right um and then um and that was state and local regional and then you know but we didn't have the type of and 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 that for was a lot of tournaments because you know randy back then it was just your state state clubs and then kbf right and then what 16 17 18 8 17 18 19 hobie got involved and at that time i was running the west virginia kayak anglers so I would fish my events with that club and then I would travel a little bit so and do some onlines as well. So my, my tournament activity probably dropped in half over those okay. three or four years. Then the last two or three years, <clears throat> as I've gotten older, um, I, I, I just don't have the, the drive to, to go out like I used to. So I probably do about 10 a year. Well, that's, that's actually still pretty good. I mean, so, yeah. um, one a month, I, yeah, one a month, and or maybe one a month, and then in the summertime maybe two. But yeah. I, I find myself doing more traveling now, and uh, and and doing the like the. I'm here for a week. I'm going to Oklahoma for a week for the, the big event with Bass Nation. Or yeah, you're going. You're there. going. You're doing the Expo. Is Expo Classic whatever they call it. Um, we're going out there with Z Pro Lithium, flying down to hang out with Jacob Oldenburg, um, our business manager, load up some batteries, go up there, set up a booth and be at the classic or whatever they call it. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't know all those terms. You're going to the classic and working the expo. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so as soon as we get back from that, my intentions are to come down and hang out with you for two or three days and fish Hobie the, on Lake Norman. Norman, Lake Norman, north of Charlotte. I love that lake. I, I actually done well in the the uh, tournament that I fished with Hobie there three years ago. I didn't finish in the money, and I, but I finished in the top third, I think, out of the hundred and some. Each day, I, I, I had my limit. Hell, I, I, I caught 30 fish each day. I found a nice school of fish. I just didn't catch anything in size. <laughs> and then um, paddle and fins. I'm going to that at the end of April. We'll spend a week at Del Hollow. End of May, I'm going to a week up to Lake Erie and hang out with Greg Kupfner and Buddy Vance and West Virginia folks and fish up there. So it's not so much – my focus has been to travel and fish right. and spend more time fishing. And so I'm not doing the tournament things like I used to. But I still squeeze those in when I can. So as a person that's been in the industry for a while, and obviously you've been, you've been, you've been doing tournaments – um, not as much as you have in the past. What is some advice that you can give an angler who is making a trip for the first, maybe second time out of their home state, going to another state? Keep your expectations low, but aim high. Be humble, but be friendly. Right. Um, 
the kayak fishing community can be a wonderful place if you open yourself up to, and introduce yourself to people. Um, I mean, you are you already have things in common. You love to fish, and you do have a plastic boat. So go out with the with the expectation or or with the intention to walk away with one or two new friendships and not worry about winning money because yeah. that will be more valuable to you in the long run than cashing a check. And it's spent uh, two, two or three days later when I, you have a relationship like I've made with you for 10 years now, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, it's more valuable and it's, it, and it'll last a whole hell of a lot longer. If you keep your expectations low when you're there fishing, it's almost like you're just there fishing with a whole bunch of friends and it makes it a little bit easier to overcome with the stress, not to allow it to compound in your brain and to let it overtake you because your brain can get in your way real fast. Yeah. That's, and that's the that. truth. And that, that's one of the reasons why I, when I go somewhere, I I go with the intent to have the, an absolute best time I can on the, on the social scene. And the fishing just is the is the icing on the cake if I do well. So now there's other people that have the reverse psychology of that they they like diehard. Boom! I'm going to fish and I'm going to make sure I'm in that top five every day. That and and that is fine. That is a totally different tactic and it's a totally different way to go and fish. And, and, and I got friends like that. I've got friends that they'll, they'll have. Well, when we went and fished the KBF tourney, some of the guys from West Virginia. I mean, they were up rigging and re-rigging till midnight studying yeah. maps talking and i'm you know i'm over trying to sleep and i'm like man guys go to bed <laughs> old man's gotta get some sleep no but i mean there there's some guys that take it serious and you know um there's nothing wrong with that and, it's and good there's nothing wrong with that because you're spending the money you're you're spending the money to go to the tournament. You're, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that at all no. is to be in that in that in that mindset but your better your best benefit's going to be lower expectations go in with the with with the hope of just catching one fish a day and not only that the, yeah the, the thing is too is is take away something from take away something from the experience yeah. when you meet people and you talk to them about how they caught fish and what they're doing you're adding that to your arsenal you know so i mean learn something and that's the one thing i, I wish i would have done that more over the last 10 years is I, I picked more brains of matt balls and jody queens and right. I, i'm doing that now more now that i've gotten older and i don't fish tournaments i, I like to go fish with, with jody queen down you know on the new river with him and his friends and just go out and you know he's 30 or 40 yards from me casting and he catches a fish and i'm like, hey man how'd you do that and jody queen's one of the most friendliest people you'll ever find He'll, he'll tell you, you know, well, I mean, I've thrown this jackhammer with this little rig, you know, with eight pound test line. And, I mean, he, he's, he's a source of knowledge and I, I love the guy and I appreciate, you know, all his tutelage here that he gave me back in August. Um, you, you said, but tutelage, learn from people, tutelage. learn from people, <laughs> tutelage. That's a new word yeah. for me. Tutelage. Yeah. Old, old dude. See, great. Oh yeah, and Danny, Danny again definitely said it the best. Better for your mental health to go in and just have fun. And I would totally agree. If if you've ever, I'll tell you right now, if you've ever fished against Danny, Danny's the same from the beginning when you meet him in the end of the day. When he's the same on the water and the same when he's off the water, and that's what I love about him because like he's just a down to earth guy. He's gonna do his power fishing, and that's the frog. He's gonna frog it all day long. And he's gonna live and die by it. I just want to know does he does he uh, like buy dinner when he wins all that money? Because you know right. he wins all the time. I, he does. I, I he mean, does a good job. He does a good job. I, I, he just needs to buy dinner. Say, hey, <laughs> come on, boys. Pizza on me. You're not. And Danny, does it, say, Danny does say it right. You are not going to get rich in this sport. So don't sweat. I, just pick it on you, Danny. I, I know you're, you You would buy that pizza if I was down there. What type of pizza do you like? Man, I, hey, warm. <laughs> It, again, John's do, do John's expectations I, are very low. Very low. Hey, yeah, yeah. Do, do you think I got this big from turning down pizza? I didn't say that. I did not say that. No, not one bit. Nope. No, we were we we were at lunch today. I will tell you this. We were at lunch today. We, the lady comes up to us. She's like, "Oh, what would you guys like to drink?" I was like, "A sweet tea." He's like, "A 
a half and half and she goes off she gets it and then she comes back and she says okay what would you like to order <laughs> i order a salad with 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 like steak on it and john gets the biggest burger ever i mean this thing was massive by halfway through he had to start cutting it with a knife to eat it because it was just huge and i'm like I'm, I'm sitting there and i'm like oh my goodness man when you get older your life changes i'm like challenge accepted <laughs> he, and then he looks over to me and goes i probably should have did what you did and got the salad yeah <laughs> no doubt it's, it's right, getting let's... hard to get into them them bib overalls that i bought two or three years ago they they don't want to stretch as much as they used to i mean which one did you get did you get ones that are like neoprene with elastic in them or did you yeah, just get those those nrs bibs the big, oh, yeah. big thick neoprene nrs I, I i finally put them down and just grabbed me a pair of pants at ace adventure resort at the gear shop they have some really good gear uh there for cold water because, I mean, they're all whitewater guys. Yeah. So I, I go over all the time and browse through their stuff to see, you know, what's what's Blake and them coming out with from NRS. You know, what's good, what's new. And, you know, I saw a pair of pants there for fat guys. You know, because most of them, them guys over your size, they all wear size 30s, you know. And well, uh, it also doesn't help that, like, every whitewater rafting guide or <laughs> tour person is, like, a stick. Yeah, layered. I mean, they have to put <laughs> layers on to be able to put that stuff on, you know? The, um, uh, yeah, uh, Daniel says, police will eat anything that won't eat them first. I resemble that remark. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Not not resent that remark. Resemble. <laughs> hey, Dan ain't got, I, I haven't met Dan in person. But I don't think he 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 can uh, say too many things bad about that. Uh, he could probably still bench press three hundred and fifty pounds, but you know. <clears throat> anyway, I better be caught before he comes up and whoops me. <laughs> nah, nah. And if you guys haven't realized, he's not talking in a studio today. He's talking in his truck. He's got no lights, no no anything, and he's just sitting there. He got done getting his kayak together and got on the phone with us but um yeah no, and, and i i should point out that i i want to say tell you and your family and your wife thank you for uh missing out on soccer practice so you could jump on the, in the studio for me and bring me on so i could do my show tonight uh, oh i'm not missing soccer because my son's still <laughs> at it he's there he's there i'm not missing it trust me that's like that's his thing. It's like, let him do his thing. I, I, I have the privilege of not coaching right now, so I'm even happier. Um, yeah, that's right. Last year you were doing that, weren't you? Oh, I was knee deep in a whole bunch of coaching and several yeah. teams. And yeah, this year I, I took one step back and with the traveling and the soccer and all that stuff, it's a little, it's a little much to try to do another soccer team. I hear you. And we got a, we got a little one, but let's talk about now. Um, so we have a, we have a, we have a few things that are getting ready to come down the pipe. Obviously everybody is, uh, everybody's getting ready for tournament season. If you're a tournament angler, if a tournament kayak angler, you're you're preparing your season. Either it's kicking off this weekend or it kicked off at Harris down in down down in Florida. Um, you're preparing yourself to get you. You're, you're you're aligning yourself to be ready for what's going to happen. And everything is just really unexpected. You can prepare as much as you want, but when you go, when you travel out of state and things like that, my biggest thing of advice is just be flexible. It, that's it. it. Be flexible because it's yeah. going to rain. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be windy. You're going to have one day. It's going to be completely trash. We all know the, the one thing about fishing is it's never going to go to the way you plan it. I mean, you, you have to be able to uh, react on the, on the fly and change um, we, w w one of the guys that was here working with his stuff, I was like, how many fishing poles you carry? He's like, I normally carry eight or nine. I'm like, I said, cool. And I was like, so I get, I took a guess. I'm like, so I'm going to take a guess. You carry seven bait casters and three spin rods. He's like, no, nine and one. <laughs> so wow. He, he carries one spin rod and, and all he does is carry a sink, a, a weightless Cinco. A Texas rig for that for that spinning rod, and I'm like, because hmm, I only carry four, and I carry two and two, so I, 
You know, so he's he's got nine things. And we, we could talk about Mark Edwards from West Virginia. That dude carries like 12. Steve Gunner's the same way. He's down here. He carries 12 to 14. And they've got, it's almost like the Bass guys that got their stuff laid out on the deck that they can just grab. They've got stuff tied up differently for uh, a spinner bait, a, a, a swim bait, a yeah. top water, a jig. Then, you know, it. I, I can't do that. I can't be that. I'm I'm more just uh, I'm gonna have four of them tied up, and then hopefully one of those four will be the one that that works for me. I've done it. I've done I've done events and fished events where I've had like six, seven, eight rods, and I've only used one the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm but, like, okay, what am I doing? What am I doing here? But so, I mean, but some guys do move, uh, and you know, Mark Edwards is probably one of the most successful fishermen out of West Virginia, other other than Jody Queen. Um, and, uh, at least, at least he's, he's very, he's always in the top five and the dude, I mean, he's very loose and open with his techniques and knowledge as well, but he'll tell you, I mean, he has everything tied up based on what his expectations are for the, the weather, the water, the temperatures, the season. Um, I, I can tell you right now, if he was down here with the conditions that they talked about today, I know right now he's throwing a spinnerbait. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, I'm curious, if, if I, I talk to Mark, if I see him the next few days, I'm going to ask him what, what was the hundred, you know, out, out of your hundred pitches during the day, how many times did you throw a spinnerbait? And I, I'm going to say he threw it 20 times. Well, yeah. Because it's a good search bait too. So, I mean, the- yeah. It allows you to cover some ground, cover some areas, and get some get some looks underwater. So that's the nice thing about it. Well, and and it's it stained water down here. The water's a little dirty, and that, that's always a great vibrating bait to get yeah. the reaction bites and things. So, um, <sighs> all right. yeah. So let's do this real quick. We are going to uh, do a. Do you, do you have a commercial in here? Yeah, uh, sponsors. The 2024 one, right? Yep. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna take a quick break. We're at the 41-minute mark. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come right back. Feel free kayaks, paddle, pedal, or power. Something for everyone. Dubro Fishing. Marine products for fresh or saltwater adventures. Z-Pro Lithium. Serious power for serious anglers. Big Lake Bay Company. Texas's number one custom soft plastics. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I, quick and easy. Quick and easy. I like it. The um so as you can tell, I'm 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 standing in for John and hosting and doing it and producing his show for him because obviously he's on the road. And it's funny because like everybody has their little nuances over here on the side. So my my lineup is completely different than John's lineup. So that's why I'm just like trying to find everything. But you know, <laughs> that, that's a whole that's a whole nother issue. Um so as we get ready, you get ready. April is the Dale Hollow event for the Paddle and Finn. And then our next big thing for Paddle and Finn is ICAST. Yeah, man. I, I tell you, um, it, we call we have a, a name for our traveling crew. And it's the Waffle House Fishing Crew. <laughs> so, And if you've been on the show before and watched it, we Brian Schiller, the Paddle and Finn podfather the big daddy the you know he uh he doesn't travel by a waffle house i mean he, no he does not go by them when he, he when he sets up a when he sets up roots and he's someplace he makes sure that there's a waffle house very very close i think he even set that up when he went to indiana a couple weeks ago oh had to have guaranteed now, it was like right across the street wasn't it yeah, you know, called him on his birthday last week when he was in Phoenix, and uh, I'm like, dude, happy birthday! What Waffle House you at? He's like, oh, I couldn't find one in Phoenix. <laughs> oh, Phoenix wouldn't have that. Yeah, that's true. They probably they probably have some type of version, maybe called Omelet Shop, because that. But maybe who knows what they're called out there? They probably have a some type of. Uh, it's called IHOPs. That, that maybe uh, that's a little bit uh you know that's upscale you know? <laughs> I, I, is upscale. hey I, I tell you what i love about waffle house man is that, i mean it, it's 
almost it, you can watch it being cooked and you know you can you can sit there and get get savor thinking about look at that bacon fry over that, the mm. best thing about waffle house is you get dinner and a show <laughs> because there's everything that comes in the waffle house <laughs> <laughs> now, hey brian schiller we love you man always always um Southeast Georgia, Daniel says, uh, when you guys had the eye cast, you might not want to swing over and fish with him. Well, that, that, that we talked about that on the show. Cause, uh, when we, we stopped last year and we, we went through Memphis and stopped at the, uh, Bert, lady bird Lake or bird of Jack mm -hmm. Lake or whatever it's called right there. Um, on the border fished it, shot some content for Dubro, And, uh, you're seeing a bunch of that stuff come across the Dubro feed right now, guys, if you're looking at it and then, then the next day we stopped down at Westbrook Supply there in Atlanta and hang out with Fletch and them. We were going to stay the night there and fish the next day, but our, that fell through on us. So we cruised on down uh, to uh, Yankee Town and hung out down there and went out offshore with our friend uh, Katie Joe, Captain Katie Joe, and fished with them. Her two two boats, her and another captain, and went out and slayed some salt this year. So it was a good time. That's a good time. That's fun. Yeah. Before that's, that's, before our iCast adventure. So. Before before iCast and the four days of standing there on your feet and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but what we're looking at doing again, we're looking we're looking at taking the podcast back to iCast. We're looking at being back at the Dubro booth, and we're gonna do the same thing again this year. We're gonna bring in a content every hour on the hour if we can for for all the days that are on the show. So we're gonna go out to the. Um, on the water event, we'll be out there. I, we've got a lot that's getting ready to happen for Paddle and Finn, and not to mention that Paddle Finn's got a lot of shows happening this year. Um, TPO Doc Talk is out of Colorado, but it's also uh, brand new this year. So if you're looking at that one, TPO uh, Doc Talk, we have the Final Cast, which is my show, and also the Unscripted Duo Podcast, which is getting ready to start rolling in here too. And that's going to be that's going to be a, a unique show for the network. And then you've got the Rusty Hook. You've got the noob show. You've got um, what else is there? Yeah, I think uh, I think Matt reached out to me and was is going to record a noob show tonight. So we may have a a, a show to put up here in the next few days for bass fishing with noobs. And you always got Doo Doo down in Texas from Chasing the Tide. Man, he's got a great show, and you know he, he gets out there. And you guys go check out Dustin Nichols. Dustin's a a hell of a saltwater fisherman. Um, He's part of the Jackson kayak fishing team. He runs that sh that team over there. He, he's he's a great guy, and uh, make sure y'all follow Dustin. Um, hopefully, we'll get uh, some fresh salt content from him soon, and we can learn a little bit about what he's doing out there catching big trout and reds. You know, so so with everybody who's currently watching right now and or listening and and or going to be watching, let's say tomorrow or the next couple of days, make sure that if you kind of got an interest in getting into the podcast streaming game or the talking game and just being a talking head on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the fishing scene here, um, reach out to us. Cause we're always looking for ideas and bring in new hosts and bring in new opportunities for, um, anglers to be, to kind of get their, their feet wet and get established in the industry and be a part of the paddle and fin network is it's, um, an opportunity. You can reach out to both John and I, and we can talk to you about some opportunities and some show ideas and concepts and just maybe kind of like establish something. The one thing that I, that we've done over this past month or so is we've kind of revamped all of the channels and the shows. So they've got unique looks and a unique style and a flow that can go with them. And yeah. um, you're going to see a lot more. And you know what? And, and let's give credit where credit's due there, but you've done a hell of a good job. So I appreciate the work you're doing back in the backgrounds, man. So we do a lot. We're doing a lot. John and I are always on a phone call. We're always talking about something. And the next thing is trying to bring in individuals. We brought in Matt Gibson's been part kind of like coming in and filling in and kind of getting his feet wet into this, into this side. And he's been doing great. I mean, yeah. like it, it's when you, when you get, when you get, this is one thing about the community too. When you get involved with a bunch of individuals that are very like-minded it is you could be from all over the country and it's still the same thing we have love for fishing we all love our little plastic boats 
And at the same time, we love to have a good time and produce great content. And so that's what we're doing. We're our, our content this year has a goal and a focus to at least get one more person out on the water. And that's what we want to do. So if, if somebody's listening for the first time, hopefully content brings them on board, gets them out on the water, gets them in the kayak, just get them. And I'm not saying even in the kayak, just get out them fishing. You can bank fish. You could do yeah. anything. Just get out there and fish. And so that's what we're trying to do is create our entire network just to get one person out on the, on the water each time so we can reach that one person. So, and, and you, and, and we're holding the line right now, you know, cause we have a few people that have, that have stepped aside for some family issues and that's but fine. That's the, perfect. Yeah. Once those get resolved, we're going to have huge, huge network here again. And uh, so, you know, um, look for Brian and, and Jay to get back kicking too. Once Brian's show season's kicked off, he's got a, probably another month, month and a half. And then hopefully we've got the pod daddy back in here, uh, throwing some wisdom and knowledge out at us. So. That OG show coming back. Yeah. Coming back. Cool, man. Hey, nothing but love for you folks out there. Randy, Make sure we, you know, as we always do in all our shows, we preach safety, guys. Let people know where you're at. It's February. The water's cold. Um, you know, fish with friends, family. Tell them where you're going to be at. You know, you don't have to tell them where your honey hole is and where you're catching fish, but give them an idea where you're at going to be so they can they can check on you and, and make sure you're okay if they don't hear from you. Uh, pass up, Make sure you're wearing the appropriate clothing for what you're, where you're at and as always you know just we i know everybody in the community that was searching for a gentleman up in pennsylvania and they found him yeah. that was sad um on the susquehanna um he passed away uh just a couple days ago so prayers and thoughts for his family but uh wear your pfd for god's sake you know i mean that's what it's for I don't, I, I don't know how many times you can beat a dead horse, but this is like the most important dead her horse you could keep on beating. Like you, you saw last week, if you were on my show, if you watched my show, we were with NRS and we were Blake, we were talking about the PFDs and just the importance of material and the plat and the, and the, and the, and the, the flotation and the, the way the, the, the way the best are going to be wrapping around you now. So they're not going to be so big and bulky and kind of like out there. And it's just important that you find that right one, you wear it and you have it. For one, you make sure it's with you for two and three, you wear it. Yep, yep. Wear it. And if you wear it, you're gonna get back to the shore safely. Cue the music, baby. Thank you. Thank guys you very for much. Tuning yes. In. Thank you very much. We appreciate y'all. If you're all traveling to South Carolina tonight or tomorrow, please be safe and um, watch out for all the crazies. Make sure you uh, wear those PFDs this weekend. Have a great time. And when you're there, introduce yourself to two new people that you've never seen or met before. Tell me that you met them and have a great time with them. And then we'll, we'll that's, uh, that, that's how the fishing community works.